This episode is sponsored by AbleNow, tax advantage savings accounts for eligible individuals with disabilities. For too long, Americans with disabilities could not save or invest for the future. Advocates fought hard to change this, resulting in the federal Able Act and AbleNow accounts. AbleNow accounts help eligible individuals save for the future without endangering eligibility for certain disability benefits, such as Medicaid and SSI. AbleNow is available to qualified individuals in all 50 states. Learn if you or someone you know is eligible for an AbleNow account at ablenow.com. Hi, I'm Emily Liddell. And I'm Kyle Kachanorian. And you're listening to another episode of The Accessible Stall. Emily, it's 2023. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what to make of that. You know, I haven't actually handwritten the date yet, so I've not yet made the mistake. Oh wait, no, I'm lying. I have. But have you made the mistake? You know what? I think because I did not make the mistake... It was not momentous, but I did. I had to fill out um, a withdrawal slip at the bank. You go into your bank to withdraw money? Like, yeah. You don't use an ATM? I mean, I could, but don't you oh, ever okay. freak out at an ATM? Like, someone's going to come up behind you and be like, give me all your money? Yeah, that's why I don't use them. <laughs> that's why I don't carry cash. <laughs> There's this, like, two-episode arc in the show Dawson's Creek that has, like, nothing else to do with the rest of the show, really, except that the main character takes money out of an ATM and a creepy guy follows her in and then and mugs her. And that's why Emily Ladau doesn't take money out of ATMs. But then he ends up dying. What? Yeah, plot twist. So, Whoa. anyway, also spoiler alert. Also, I don't really think anyone's watching Dawson's Creek at this exact moment, but... Uh, but but if you are, we're sorry. <laughs> anyway, this is all relevant because we are talking about money today. What about it, Emily? It's really expensive to be disabled. You know, I am finally... I'm so glad that somebody, meaning us, is saying it finally because it is actually ridiculous. Yeah, because we were the first people to ever have this very original thought. Yeah, I was being very sarcastic in case you couldn't <laughs> tell as a listener. I know Emily knew, but just in case you couldn't. Yeah, we, this is not original, but we are going to go very in-depth. I think this is really important to talk about, and it does feel kind of apt for the beginning of the year because I know yeah. that this is the point in time at which people are making financial goals and career goals and just generally thinking about the future and disabled people have a harder time doing that i don't even know where to start with this like this is just like a, a tangled web okay why don't we start with the concept that i think a lot of people tend to talk about which is the disability tax or right. the crip tax if you want to call it that which is to say that when you are disabled, you often have to spend more money because things are not as accessible to you. So I guess a perfect example for me would be the fact that I live in New York and the subway system is super unfriendly for wheelchair users. And so I will often pay to take a taxi, but that is so much more expensive than yep. taking 
a subway. And yet sometimes it is the only or the most reliable way for me to get there. I appreciate that you didn't use the um, like stereotypical example when dis- when people with disabilities talk about this, including I'm, f- I'm sure we've done it before, where you talk about like mobility equipment, like, you know, how you use a wheelchair and that costs money or how you drive a car and you have to pay for, you know, a ramp to be put in it because that's all true. But I think. I think generally people are starting to maybe get that if you bring that to their attention, but things like, you know, the subway being unreliable and you needing a cab exclusively in Manhattan, things like that, that affect your day-to-day life. I don't think that gets talked about enough, frankly. Yeah. And it really does add up because, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole discourse about millennials need to stop it with their avocado toast and their Starbucks. I really resent that because I neither like avocados nor Starbucks. Well, (laughs) that can't afford a house. So, yeah, no, what me that not liking it or well, I love avocado. No, I don't love Starbucks. Really, it's drinkable. Ever since you want to hear um, this, me being a bougie. Ever since I I got my own espresso machine. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. The people don't know what you're gonna say. What are you gonna say? Ever since I got my espresso machine, I can't drink Starbucks anymore. What a princess. Just 87,000 more lattes before it pays for itself. I'm just kidding. It probably already has by now, actually, but with how expensive Starbucks is. Yeah, having yeah, an espresso has, machine actually. is definitively a way to save money. Yeah. High upfront costs, but, you know. But anyway, the reason that I brought up the whole avocado toast Starbucks thing is because I feel like that tends to be kind of the accusation. It's like, well, why don't you have the money saved up? Are you drinking too much Starbucks? And it's like, no, Starbucks has nothing to do with it. I'm paying $20, $30 for a cab ride just to get from from. point A to point B. Yeah. And then you got to go back, (laughs) you know, that that's 60 bucks that you could have spent any on anything else. And it would have probably been not more productive, but like, personally more enjoyable you know and i should clarify that i definitely do use buses whenever possible and the subway if i can although at my own risk but sometimes a cab really is my only option and on top of that if we want to talk about it from the perspective of time is money it takes freaking forever to get a cab sometimes well time is money and that's why you know it's that's the other thing. You know, what if you're late to a, a gig, you know, because you couldn't find reliable transportation on a bus that was 30 minutes late? I mean, this or is me like all that. the time. Like, Yeah, I know. Was... You, you are hyper early for things for that reason. I know that. Yeah. There was one time. I Okay. I'm early to like gigs and events and the airport but if i'm just like hanging out with friends i'm definitely not running on time you're professionally early (laughs) yes that's that's a great way to describe me yeah i just made that up you can have that one for free so can everyone else hearing this (laughs) but oh man i just forgot what i was gonna say make another point while i try to bring my oh no i was just gonna say like you know for for especially for what you do your time like actually is money like that's not just you being cliche and saying a saying like so oh did, did you i remember your... 
All right, let's go. Let's hear no, it. What you were saying reminded me. So it's also like when I travel for work, whereas other people have a lot more options at their disposal, I very often have to schedule fairly expensive accessible transportation and it's often like a medical transport company that's right i remember that well i only had to do it with you like a handful of times but like i that's something that i didn't know and like you know this is a world that i'm also in (laughs) like it's just interesting not your physical experience that is true But I mean, I don't want to get too hung up on the transportation aspect of it, but that's really where it affects me. Although I will also say, and this is something I think people don't realize, you also end up spending more money on where you live because you need to find an accessible location or you need to adapt the location that you're in. Like, I think I can. Both of those things cost money. Right. I think I can reveal I'm getting an apartment in Manhattan and insert party blower horn noise. He- Thank you. Future me <laughs> and, and, and this me. Thanks you for that. <laughs> but the point that I want to make here is I could have found any old apartment in any old borough in Brooklyn. Uh, borough in Brooklyn. Any old borough like You Brooklyn. are such a bad new york no no I, but it's true and you could have saved it you could have saved a ton of money like exactly. a, a ton of it <laughs> like but then i would not have been near an accessible subway stop and i would not have been able to pee because the bathrooms in cheaper new york city apartments are all the size of shoe boxes for those of you who have not been to new york city and are not from new york city emily is not exaggerating you barely have enough room to turn yourself Right. Like, I would like to be able to freely do the hokey pokey in my bathroom. Yeah. That's um, what it's all about. All right. All right. Hey. I'll see myself out. I will see myself out. I just want to say that I recognize there's, and everybody, I feel like people laugh at us when we say this at this point, but it needs to be said yes, there is a degree of privilege in this conversation. That doesn't affect the the issue, still persists. Yeah, just being a disabled person means so many of the basic financial things that people take for granted, Mm -hmm. we can't because we're constantly balancing our finances against systems that are flawed and designed to supposedly support us while actually keeping disabled people in poverty. Yeah. Um, I don't really have an analogy for transportation because I have the privilege of being ambulatory, at least for now. But I think one of my like things, if I could sort of draw an analogy, would be like, I- I'm a chronic saver. Now, I'm that way because my family is that way. Mm-hmm. But I was telling you this off camera when we were deciding to do this episode. Like, you know, if I lost my job tomorrow, I can't do like, air quotes, no skill, which by the way, I hate that term. Every job requires skill, you know, like that's why, that's why it's work. <laughs> um, but jobs that people tend to think that anyone can like, quote unquote, just get, I can't do any of those. Right. And so I'm a chronic saver one, just in case, 
but two, because like my body hurts now. Like it's not bad, and no one should feel bad for me. But like thirty more years of this, this is gonna be rough, you know. So I try to make sure that I don't have to do that, and that's saying that is this is privileged too. <laughs> but like I don't really have much of a choice. It's a rat you know, race it's... against myself. <laughs> if you, you win know, the like rat it... race, you're still a rat. Yeah, that's right. That's anyway, just, I like I like that. I like that. <laughs> no, but I think I think if you're disabled listening to this, I think you understand what we're saying. You know, I, I do. Yeah, I think that a really crucial point to make here is the fact that a lot of people have first jobs that are like being a waitress on your feet yeah. or yeah, standing on your feet all day. Or, you know, why, I guess because I've never worked any of these jobs, how, what other jobs, like, require you to be on your feet all day? The cashier. Um, right. Like, check out at the, the grocery sa- sales store. sales associate. Like, a, like shelf a, the, the floor guy. Yeah. Oh, shelf right. stocking is a good one because, you know, you're in the back and, like, I can't lift 50 pounds. I mean, I can, but then I can't walk with it. You know? Right. Exactly. So, when I think about jobs like this. There's sort of this expectation, and every once in a while I see the discourse going around on social media, like every teenager should have to work in a restaurant or every teenager should have to stock shelves because it's good for their work ethic and it teaches you how to be a better employee. And it's like, I can't do that. You do not want me carrying your hot bowl of soup. Also, I think I'm a, I take a little bit of offense to that because like, I think I'm a pretty good employee. I don't, I don't think I, I do understand the sentiment behind those things. But I ultimately think that that's just, you know, the quote unquote older generation trying to stick it to people who are younger than them just because we have just like a, a way different outlook on the way we view work as a generation than they do. There's also a flip side to this, though, that I think is really important to acknowledge as well, which is that the same people who are all like, oh, you need to work in a restaurant or you need to stock shelves are the same people who look down on people who do get jobs like that, who are a greeter at Walmart, who do work helping bag groceries. And it's like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Just just list the kind of jobs that you think are beneath you. It makes it all easier. Right. Like you are being an ableist jerk Mm. either way. There is nothing that is not respectable about those jobs. It is a perfectly respectable job to help Mm -hmm. bag groceries. It is a perfectly respectable job to be a greeter at Walmart because you know what? I'm not really great at bagging my own groceries. I need that help. And you know what? I'm, I'm a little not upset, but I find it sort of cosmically funny that you even have to say that given the fact that over the past two years, Society in this country has supposedly learned what essential workers are, and yet, I think it's safe to say that most of us haven't learned a thing. Yeah, no, people still look down on people who are doing the essential work of, let's say, like, domestic jobs as well. House cleaning, or laundry services, or Or, food delivery. Or a DSP. A direct a pe- service provider. Yep. Yes. Yeah. All things that I really can't do. Although I guess I would just say 
you know, I actually have been a DSP before, but it was more from like an academic support standpoint, not like a physical support standpoint. No, but these are things that, you know, for better or worse, like it or not, you or I might need in the future. You know, these yeah. are things and, and they need to be paid, <laughs> you know, and um, it's just things that you think about. Not every day, but it's just like people who don't have disabilities never have to think about that. They might have to think about it for their family if they're getting older, but we have to think about it early. That's a burden that not a lot of people have. And frankly, no one needs, but you know. Yeah. And we have to be strategic about saving because God forbid something happens. I mean, long-term supports and services are expensive for everyone. But especially for disabled people, there can be broader implications there that will make it more expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just think that it's really essential to talk about the impacts of disability on finances, but also to understand that there are people who are actively working towards solutions. So even though, you know, the government is still like, we're going to legislate your butt into poverty. You know, there are people who have fought for legislation to change that. And I actually think this is probably a good moment to be like, today's episode is sponsored by... The most perfect segue I've ever heard. This episode is sponsored by AbleNow, tax-advantaged savings accounts for eligible individuals with disabilities. For too long, Americans with disabilities could not save or invest for the future. Advocates fought hard to change this, resulting in a grassroots movement that changed the law so people with disabilities can achieve a better life experience. AbleNow accounts help eligible individuals save for the future without endangering certain disability benefits that are critical for health and independence. There's no enrollment fee, no minimum amount required to start your savings, and anyone can contribute. AbleNow accounts are specifically designed for people with disabilities and are available to qualified individuals in all 50 states. Funds in your AbleNow account can pay for a variety of qualified disability expenses related to health, independence, and quality of life. Make 2023 the year you get your finances in order. Learn if you or someone you know is eligible to open an AbleNow account at ablenow.com. I'm really glad that there are solutions out there like AbleNow because disabled people have as much of a right to save for their future as anybody else. At the I... same time, I hope AbleNow will not take offense to me saying that it bums me out that stuff like that has to exist. That doesn't mean I'm not thrilled that it does exist. I just wish that systemically things were different. I think they'll understand. Also, they're not paying us to say this part, but I just felt the need to bring it up. But even their debit card is accessible. It's got a little divot in it. That makes it oh, easy he has been to waiting pull it to out of the this. wallet. I know. Yeah, I've been waiting to say this since like. Wait, sorry, <laughs> I talked. I talked over you. Say it again. No, I just wanted to say like, um, we are not getting paid to say this part. This is strictly personal opinion, but it's good opinion. Um, their debit card is accessible. It's got a little notch in it, so that when you pull it out of your wallet, it's easier to grip, and you can distinguish it from your other cards. Can I tell you how much I wish that was a feature? Of all cards, because me same. I don't have good dexterity. Yeah, no, it's 
even if you did, it's kind of hard to pinch and like pull out of a wallet whose pockets are the exact size of your credit cards. Like, I mean, it's not going to be easy to get in and out. So GG able now. Seriously. It's really Have good. we talked lately about how vaccine cards don't fit in your wallet? Not that people ask for them anymore, but. um, No, but I hate that, actually. Like, <laughs> how did we screw that so up? Mad. How did we actually screw that one up? I mean, I have it on my phone now. Um, but Oh, yeah. There's like some pass that you can keep on your phone. Anyway, um, back to disability being expensive. It is. You know, we have to pay for grocery delivery. You know why? Because we can't. I mean, we can, but it'll like tire us out for the rest of the day. And it'll, you know, I don't like bringing up the spoon theory because I think it ultimately is a good start to an analogy. But I think like the essay that everyone knows is flawed. Not not it's not the fault of the author. I think the people ran with it and didn't realize like it was just a way to explain energy. Um, I think it's a brilliant essay, but the way that it affects me in my day to day life is like if I have to do something like grocery shopping, like that takes a lot out of me, not physically, but like mentally. And also I break my eggs and then I waste eggs. So I don't like that. So I have to pay extra for grocery delivery. And inflation is a real thing and eggs are becoming oh increasingly expensive. Have so you bought eggs. eggs? Have you bought eggs lately? It is. <laughs> oh boy. They are. I'm just going to say people who own chickens right now, who we've been laughing at for years, are finally having their time. I have family members who own chickens. I have family friends who have chickens yeah let me get i mean let me get, I let me get their contact <laughs> real quick I need to import some <laughs> eggs. um but the point being is like yeah food's expensive and like breaking an egg it used to be like oh no and now especially it's like oh now i don't have oh breakfast. my god kyle What's this that? is our moment to go full circle back to episode one where we talk about the fact that sometimes we need to buy prepackaged food because it's easier but it's more expensive. Emily, you are a genius. <gasps> this is for Sorry, the people we're just, like, who having I mean, a moment of we silence. Don't, we don't release we don't release video with this podcast, but I just want you to know that my face as soon as she started talking like I knew exactly where she was going and I couldn't believe my ears. My face lit up cuz she is that was incredibly correct. A revelation. Anyway, in case you haven't listened to our very first episode ever or you just need a refresher, we were inspired to talk about the fact that people were arguing over pre-peeled oranges and saying it was bad for the environment and totally wasteful. But disabled people were like, hey, I can't peel my orange. This is actually great for me. But yes, it's great. It's also more expensive. I love buying things that are pre-chopped, pre-packaged, and especially because I'm going to be living on my own now in many ways. Like, yeah, I'm going to want that pre-chopped stuff. Like, they sell these little packages of apples that are pre-cut. And I have a hard time eating full apples. I also am not super great with my knife skills. I like to, to cut my own apples. However, I will say... I recently transitioned from a apple cutter, an apple cutter, to a knife, because apple cutters. I don't know if you've ever seen one before. Are you talking about are... like the circular core thing? That yes, you like push and down on? it's like a death machine. Actually, if you touch it the wrong way, <laughs> and like, so I'm just <laughs> like, 
I'll learn how to cut an apple. So I did. <laughs> but I, I fully respect that. I, I buy pre-sliced mushrooms. Not that I don't enjoy slicing mushrooms, but like the pre-sliced ones are like a three cent difference and it saves me time. To be fair, like I totally can chop apples. Like I was actually just last month, like an apple chopping machine because we were making applesauce for our latkes for Hanukkah. So yes, I'm capable of cutting an apple, but I'm going to need your latke recipe, by the way. Sorry to interrupt you. I just just need it because I didn't, I need to make some for myself. Okay. That's important. I can share that. Thank you. Anyway, we digress. But I think the thing is that I'm not great at peeling oranges. I have a really hard time, let's say, even like, I don't know, handling a heavy pot of water. I mean, so there are a lot of things that are kitchen hacks for me that I know are going to make my life easier and are also going to make my life more expensive. You know, even though everybody needs to eat, the fact that you're bringing up these... You know, I feel like able people tend to maybe I'm assuming, but if we're going off of what the pre-peeled orange debate was like they're gimmicks and like, yeah, maybe for another able person, they're gimmicks. But for us, like it's a time save or it's a way to do something that we couldn't do before. And yes, like that's just food, but like you can apply that to every single aspect of everything that a sale person does, you know? And that includes yeah. money, by the way. That includes money. That's like, I, I like I can't think of a, a an exact one to one analogy, but like there there have been times where I forego something because I'm like, okay, but if I save up a couple bucks, I can buy this expensive thing that can help me out doing something that is annoying to do. I've done that a, a bunch in my life, you know. Buying something well, more expensive than reliable. Well, I actually have an example. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't even so much me saving money as me just being stubborn. So that's the best way to save money. (laughs) It is. It's how I do it. (laughs) So I was um, traveling, you know, quite a bit uh, pre-COVID. And I think that I just had some kind of a mental block because like there were plenty of things that I could have purchased to make my travels easier and I just wouldn't do it. And as of late, you know, travel has picked back up a little bit again, obviously with me wearing a mask when I'm traveling, I need to say that uh, COVID is not over, but when I was in hotel rooms, I would have so much trouble with outlet cords and plugs and reaching things. And there was always only like two outlets by the bed, but I needed three. What is that? I don't understand. It's so frustrating, but it would be like, I need to charge my wheelchair. I use a CPAP and I need to plug that in. I need to plug my phone in next to me. And I never had enough outlets. And finally, finally, after years of having this issue, I went on Amazon and for like 15 bucks found myself an extension cord thing that had three outlets that I could plug in so that I can make things easier for myself. Oh, like one, it had one male end and three female ends? Yes. Or like an amount of them? 
Yeah, so like that's cool. I can plug that's it really into cool. one outlet, and then it's yeah. like a, an outlet splitter kind of thing. Nice. Oh, I'm gonna get me one of those. It's so great, and it's great quality, you know. And it was not expensive, and I use it all the time. And I need it. It's a disability related thing because I need to plug in the thing that allows me to breathe at night and my wheelchair, <laughs> and which allows and, me and to and your move legs. during the day. Yeah. Just charging my legs and my lungs here. No big deal. Like That's funny. That's so, funny. But I refused for the longest time because I was like, it's not fair that I should have to spend money on something just so that I can plug stuff in. And finally, I was like, I'm fine. I'm going to spend 15 bucks. And it's been life changing. I am curious if I can think of something like that for me. But I don't think I can at the moment. But I'm, I'm sure I've done it. I am sure that I've done it. And I'm also sure that you've probably been the one to convince me to do it at certain points. Oh, yeah. I feel like sometimes you just need to take... I have... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, I have a very hard time justifying things to myself that I know good and well that will make my life easier. (laughs) Other people is easy, you know. But, like, if it's me, oh, and especially if it's a disability thing, like, I'm not ashamed of it at all. But, you know, there's still this part of me where it's like, well, you could do it that way and it would be easier. Or you could save $10 and do it the hard way. (laughs) That's always me. Yeah, but I always pick that option. It's like, what's wrong with me? It's like, come on. like. Well, it's... I think because we grew up with the mentality, like, no, you can't just spend willy nilly. You, you also, huh? You too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't just have like oodles and oodles of money to spend on things that are completely frivolous. So I get that mindset. Yeah. I also access is not frivolous. Exactly. Most purchases that I make, even if it's things I enjoy, I have to justify improving my life somehow. And I don't know if I would be that way if I wasn't disabled. Probably. Maybe a little bit. But, like, I guarantee you that being disabled has made me more this way. Like, yeah. Like my, like, my doctor was like, you should take vitamin D3 in the winter. Back when I was in Seattle, because in the winter in Seattle, daylight lasts for about 45 minutes between... <laughs> 5.30 a.m. and 6 a.m. or 6.15 a.m. Um, but I, I just couldn't spend the eight bucks on vitamin D, which is something ridiculous because it will just drastically improve your mental health. But I didn't do it because reasons. You should do it. No, I did do it. I, this is, I've, I've been and done it. I'm, you know. Although, interestingly enough, I have to take vitamin d not so much for like seasonal affective disorder but more so because i have really weak bones and so i get um injections twice a year to strengthen my bones and part of the thing when you take those injections is you need to take calcium supplements and vitamin d supplements every single day drink your milk emily I don't even like I no I drink almond milk. Milk is disgusting. <laughs> I don't but, mind milk. No, I, me neither. But it's gross. Like when you think about what it is, and you think and about like, it, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, so like I'm required to take those supplements. So that's an added expense. Here's one that my partner um, probably won't appreciate if I tell them to tell anyway. Uh, a while ago, she dropped her keys down the elevator shaft. And I, we didn't live together at the time. And so, and I was like, don't you have one of those things that like retract your keys to your body so you don't lose your keys? And she was like, no, if I had one of those, I wouldn't have done what happened, you know, what happened. So I got her one. <laughs> And it was, and she still uses it, but it's, it's, it's that kind of thing where like, if it's for someone else, I can do that. If it's for me, it's impossible. It's impossible. That's an excellent idea, actually, because when oh, yeah, I would drop recommend. something, I can't pick it up by myself. It's a, it's a little like tether that is attached to a carabiner that you, or carabiner. I don't know how to say that word. It's a word I've only ever seen. It's in carabiner. Print. There you go. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those Sorry, words ever, you. no no it's fine but like what's I, everyone's got a word like that um oh yeah the first time i read the word chaos out loud i said chouse chouse yeah and the first time i saw the word foe i was like fox so oh true yeah anyway go um on. yeah no it attaches to your backpack and it's like a eight foot lead so you put your keys on it and if you drop it it just they don't go anywhere Brilliant. Would recommend. Yeah. Do you want one? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll go but, on Amazon. And that's, the, you know, I, we, we've talked about Amazon briefly on a previous episode, but I just want to bring up that too, because Amazon, although they sell everything, the thing that they sell most to people like Emily and I, and I don't mean to speak for you here, is convenience and time saving. That's what Amazon really sells to people like us. You can absolutely no? speak for me oh, here because I, I, I feel like, the same way. Like, yeah, the, the you know so a toothbrush might be like two bucks cheaper down the street, but then Emily won't have to get in her wheelchair, get out the door, deal with the uneven curb, find the curb cut, have wait for someone to open the door because the door is heavy. All that you really you know, forgot to mention putting my oh, bra right. on because that's the first. Oh, I'm, so, I, that's I'm the sorry. First deal breaker. I I assumed that you were dressed at the beginning of this. How silly of me. No. She's Literally right. earlier today, my my dad was like, by the way, you need to put clothes on before you open the door. I was like, wow, thanks for this great adulting life advice. I really appreciate it. No, but even getting dressed is complicated. I don't mean to be a little like complainer here, but. You have a sock putter on her. Now, ultimately, that's not an inexpensive piece of equipment, but it is something that you need that someone else doesn't. And. That's a financial thing, no matter how small. Hundred percent. Also, yeah. I love bring up your sock putter honor. It's I love my sock putter honor, but like, it's a necessary tool, and getting dressed is challenging, and leaving the house is challenging. And I know I'm being a big baby right now, but sometimes it's just easier to get things delivered. I'm really sorry that everyone hates Jeff Bezos, but Amazon. Hey, me too. Service. I'm not. I'm not. You know, we're not. We're not. Uh, you know. But he does sell convenience. Even, even, and I'm not simping for Amazon right now, but even the frustration-free packaging where all you have to do is like tear it like a like how you used to open a CD. Remember those? Yep. So accessible to me. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, and, you know, we've said this in a previous episode. There's obviously something to be said about Amazon doing what it does and being who they are. 
but you know when you're when you're disabled you you have to take all of the necessary like i don't even want to call them shortcuts they're shortcuts to you but for us they're just alternate routes to possibility <laughs> you know <laughs> it makes me think of and hopefully this is not too niche a reference but in the good place how everything is sort of balanced on an ethical scale and yes. like you bought flowers for your mom but the flowers are killing the environment when you cut there's, them from the book like there's this chicken sandwich that's delicious but if you eat it it means you hate gay people that's the line i remember oh the chick-fil-a yeah i mean reference. that's what they were yeah. talking about yeah 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 but like no but like that the whole show is that if you haven't seen it you should excellent show but i feel like that all the time i feel like i'm constantly going up and down the ethical ladder because on the one hand i know that amazon is this incredibly flawed corporation and on the other hand it's like yes but i need that and it's not but i want that which is i think a very important distinction i mean it very often is but not what we're talking about right now like it's i need that yeah it's it's not really a matter of want it's usually just like well it's a lot easier for me to get this thing delivered to my front door, mailroom, what have you. Do you have a mailroom? I do. And can nice. I just tell you something? You can tell me anything. The uh, the way that it's laid out, it's like four mailboxes stacked on top of each other. And they're all in a row. And they're all low down. They're all on a table. And oh, nice. my apartment number is the bottom. Did and you do that like, on purpose, or is it just... It, no, it was intentionally designed that way because it's an accessible apartment. Quote, air quote, accessible. But I can reach well, the mailbox. I bet it's a lot more accessible than the people next to you. Want to know something funny? The apartment sure. next to me was vacant, so I checked that out too. And yeah, it is more accessible. Nice. We just checked it out for a frame of reference. And I couldn't even so much as get in the bathroom. Well, it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's unfortunate you couldn't get a bathroom, but, like, isn't that kind of nice to know that they're not BSing you? Like, oh, they absolutely. actually, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm sure that there will be a lot more episodes with adventures in apartment living with Emily and Kyle. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, it's going down now. <laughs> I, for I now, can't wait. I feel like we should probably do our final takeaways. Yeah, um, being disabled is expensive. And even though every disabled person listening to this knows that, it is so much more than, oh, my wheelchair costs 20 grand. Oh, my accessible van costs 50 grand. You know, it, it is those things. Can I say and, something? And, those were yeah, low estimates on both. Really? Stores. See, see, oh, I, yeah. see, I don't know what I'm talking about. But like, and it's also more than dis disabled people live in forced poverty because that's also true. But like, it's a privilege to say this. We don't. And yet our cost of living is higher than yours, non-disabled listener, because we are born this way in ways that hopefully over the past 40 minutes we've convinced you. <laughs> Although we shouldn't have to convince anyone. People I should just completely understand <laughs> this yeah. frustrating reality although i think i i just want to clarify one thing before i give my final takeaway which is like obviously i understand that if you are a non-disabled person who 
is a caregiver for a disabled person, then you definitely also get that it's more expensive. Oh yeah, you know we're not we're not talking to you, but I'm glad you yeah. said that. <laughs> that reminds me of that Superstore <laughs> episode. You remember when um they had that the pizza party for all the people of color, and then the the disabled white uh person <laughs> goes up to Garrett and she goes, "Can I go in?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, you're good. Go, you go ahead." Oh my god, I know her. <laughs> no way, you know her. Yeah, the Dude, the actress, so cool. the wheelchair I, user. I love her. I love her. She's great. Yeah, I know her. She's great. Cool. Her name is Nicole Evans. She's really cool. That's nice. Anyway, that was that. That was a flex. Anyway, I'll, I'm going to stop now. My key takeaway is, um, I think it is really frustrating that disabled people have to pay more for basic things. However, I also think that it is really important to reemphasize that there are resources out there to make that more navigable. And Able Now is one of those resources. And I think that it's so crucial that we have these conversations and we share these resources because I feel like for disabled people, so much of how we understand how to get by is word of mouth and connecting with other disabled people. I will also say that they're not paying me to say this, but uh, we use it in our household and nothing but good things to say, truly. Yeah, so. I mean, we love that they're advertising with us, but we also never, ever, ever would promote something that we didn't believe in. What's your final takeaway? Or uh, did you just say it? Did I? I think I was trying to make my final takeaway what I said before about like, um, what the heck did I just say? I don't know. I'm sure it was interesting. It was a good. I remember. It was good. Great. All right. Well, that was our first episode of 2023. We will be making more. That is a yeah. We're, we're both promise. from the same side of it is. We're both from the same side of the country, so we'll we're make in the more. same time zone. Isn't it great? We don't have to record while I eat dinner and you need to go to sleep. Now we can so just record good. when we both need to go to sleep. <laughs> that is actually way better. Right, that's right. Although I ate a really disappointing dinner today and yesterday. I'm like I'm so over sorry. two on disappointing dinners. I had a hello fresh meal today. It was really good. Ooh, which one? Chicken penne. They call it chicken penne a limoni, and it's like, calm down. It's lemon penne with chicken. It's delicious. Oh, I know though. what you're talking about, though. Wait, hold on. Oh, my God. I just need to say this last thing. HelloFresh is a perfect example. Oh, my God. What am I talking? Oh, my God. This is so on brand for us. Yes. My partner and I use HelloFresh literally every week, and it's cheaper than going to the grocery store. Not by much, but it is. And it's solely because we're disabled and it takes the mental stress and physical stress out of planning meals. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Unless They're not paying me for that either. Right? But it's unless what? Oh my god, yeah. Way less. Way less. Because right? you don't have to yeah. th- you don't have to think about the food. It's there and it's all pre-portioned. This is not an ad for HelloFresh. I just really like them. <laughs> Why do we always think of something like very major? right at the end of an episode you know if i were being my like digital marketer self i would say oh it's on purpose to to provide like reason for retention but it's not we just forget (laughs) although you want to hear a cool stat um so our podcast player measures what's known as impactful plays which is how many people have listened to more than 75 percent of the episode and 
our stat is consistently at about 85%, which means that most people listen all the way through to our episodes. Yo, that's I'd like to think that people uh, hear our ridiculous end of episode revelations. That's so great. Thank you all. We, we really appreciate all of you, truly. Did we even say Happy New Year? Sorry about that. I think we said it at the end of our last episode, but if we didn't, Happy New Year. It's still January when we record this. Yeah. And we hope you have a wonderful 2023 and had a wonderful winter holiday of your choice. And if it is in your budget this year to support the accessible stall, because you know what else is expensive, transcription. And you can do that. You can help us make every current and future episode of the accessible stall accessible by going to patreon.com slash the accessible soul even just one dollar a month ensures that all current and future episodes of the accessible soul remain what accessible it's practically a cheer at this point give me an a give me a a c i'll stop i'm gonna stop accessible no it's 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 a long word accessible b b accessible we can't do that because then you'll you'll learn about me that I do not know how to spell that word. <laughs> so accessible. A C C E S S I B L E. Oh, okay. I do know how to spell it. Because I was doing Mississippi. M I S S I S S I B B I. Can you tell Emily's lifelong dream was to win the spelling bee? Oh my god. Okay, last thing before we go. So in fifth grade. I was oh my god, I was bee. kidding. Oh my god, this I love the story already. Okay, cool. In fifth grade, I was in a spelling bee. My mom came to watch. It was the entire fifth grade class. The teacher gave me the word. It was yeast. Like the <laughs> kind that you put in bread. Yeast. Uh-huh. So what did <laughs> yeah. I say? Yeast. W-E-A-S-T. And the teacher looks at me and goes, you sure about that? And I was like, W-E-A-S-T. And he was like, the word was yeast, not waste. And I was disqualified. And my mother probably almost disowned me that day. It was the worst day of my entire life. Yeah. Unfortunate core memory, that must be. Mm -hmm. Um, Truly formative. That's why I'm in therapy now, so much. (laughs) (laughs) oh god that's amazing i think it's my favorite thing you've ever told me (laughs) and on that note might we say you look great today so good happy 2023 y'all stay tuned we've got a lot of good episodes coming up yeah we actually do we're so excited heck yeah we love you we appreciate you good night everybody bye thanks for listening